You're listening to The Humaning Podcast with real conversations as we call bullshit on everything capitalism, the patriarchy, and white supremacy culture has duped us into believing about self-care, mental health, fitness, wellness, and all things life. I am Steph Galante, and I created this show to support badass people doing solidarity work in pursuit of disrupting these systems in their lives and communities. Together, we'll discuss how systems of oppression are keeping us unwell and disconnected from ourselves and each other, and how to best support you in creating more aligned self-care practices that will help you human more easily. It's the shit we need to talk about. Hey, friends. Welcome to the very first episode of my podcast, Humaning, the shit we need to talk about. I'm so glad you're here. So the shit we need to talk about this episode is navigating the last days of December without completely losing yourself. Second would be winter, how society views it and what's really going on. Third, general winter self-care practices. And last but not least, winter energy and its effects on mental health why winter can be so hard, and it's probably not what you think, and how self-care can support you when society doesn't. Now, I want to let you know, I'm recording this a couple of days before the start of winter, and depending on when this airs, winter may have just begun. Still, we're in the thick of holiday season. Even if you're listening to this at the end of December or even at the beginning of January, this is going to be timely. You may be feeling a whole lot of pressure around festivities, wrapping things up before the end of the year, or starting the new year with a bang. And maybe you're feeling like you need to get your head right so that you can keep up, so that you can have focus, so that you could do all the things you're feeling pressured to do. But my friend, instead of getting your head right, I want to offer you a mental reframe for that. This is capitalism and white supremacy culture at work. It's not working for us. And I have to be honest, so many people I know are feeling like they are way past due for a break. And the problem here is that society's expectations aren't aligned with the natural season of slowing down. That's winter. And it is and has been completely messing with people's mental health. And the big problem is these systems are not going to slow down. So it's important to recognize they're also not to be kept up with. I know, friends, I've come out the gate just on fire. (laughs) One big fiery statement after another big time fire for a first episode. But my friends, I am here starting this podcast because I have so much to say, things that I have not been saying, things I have been dying to say, and things that really need to be said, which is why part of the title of this podcast is the shit we need to talk about because I'm just so tired of us not having these conversations. So as we dive right into this first episode, if you feel or find yourself feeling completely exhausted mentally drained, or emotionally overloaded in these last few days of December, even going into the beginning of the new year, whether it's this season that is winter, whether it is this chapter of your life, I need you to know that the reason you're for your struggle, it's not you. It's because your body is calling out for what it needs and systems of oppression are actively overriding that need year after year season after season. 
So my friend, I need to begin with a question to you. What are you going to do differently this holiday season, this winter, to break the cycle, to slow down, to tend to your own self-care, and prioritize what is important to you? And I know it's a doozy of a question to answer, right? I need to be very honest. The answers may not come immediately. Maybe in a few days, maybe in a few weeks, maybe midway through the year, you will still not have an answer for certain things. And that's okay. The answers also may not be straightforward. So in the meantime, if you're listening to this in December, if you're listening to this at the beginning of January, no matter what time it is, I encourage you to enjoy yourself to inquire of yourself what would be supportive and maintain some routine, especially when you're off from work, if you're traveling, if you're doing some things that you normally do so that you can maintain harmony in your being and also not shock your system when you head back to work or your quote-unquote normal schedule. So, My advice to you to begin for easing out of December, easing into the new year as easefully as possible, as resource as possible, is to keep your practices, all of your self-care practices, super simple. And many of you who follow me know that that is my advice anyway, no matter what time of year it is. But especially during changes, but especially during um, times of life that are very emotionally charged, for some people this time of year is very, very difficult. Keeping things as simple as possible is always key. So here are some things to consider for yourself. Eat all of your daily meals. And that goes for even if you're going to be eating at odd times of day. Um, I find some people uh, maybe skip lunch if there's if they're going to like some you know big dinner function. Please eat all of your daily meals. You may have to shift the time. You may have to shift the um, the amount that you eat. Maybe it's a smaller meal. Um, if you know that, you know, you're going to be eating earlier than normal for something, please be sure that you are not, um, restricting yourself, heading into a meal completely starved. Um, and also remember that you don't have to earn any calories and you do not have to punish yourself for anything that you eat. I'm going to stop there because I could make a whole podcast about (laughs) this topic and that's not what we're here to talk about. Second is going to be hydrate. Please stay well hydrated, um, drinking your water, room temperature especially, or warm water, hot water, um, or hot tea that is herbal or spiced. Uh, Move your body is number three. Make sure just move your body. And remember, that doesn't have to be hard-hitting cardio. It does not have to be, um, you know, a... Um, difficult strength training routine. It could be anything. It could be getting outside if it's warm or if you can bundle up, bundle up and be safe outside for a walk. It could be gentle stretching. It could be so many things. Just move your body. Maintain a regular sleep schedule, meaning go to sleep every night at the same time, wake up in the morning at the same time. The more your body can rely on a sleep schedule, the more it'll adhere to it. 
and it may take you some time and you may say, oh my gosh, Steph, well, I don't really have a sleep schedule. Okay, well, this is a great time to create one, especially one that might work for you, you know, in a busier schedule. But try your best um, to not let things be um, too erratic. And of course, if there are going to be certain days where you've got to stay up or you want to sleep in, you can do that. Please know all of this is with flexibility in mind. Connect with nature, getting outside, let the sun shine on your face. If it's sunny where you are, I know in the wintertime it can be quite dark and dull. Um, but connecting to the sights and the sounds, even just opening the window to let some of that cool air in can be so uh, helpful. Also take pauses throughout the day. Many of you are probably going to be do the, doing this anyway if you're going to be traveling or spending a lot of time with people, especially maybe people who might be very trying on your energy, but take pauses throughout the day for yourself. And it doesn't have to be big. It could be very small. It could be simply closing your eyes. It could be staying in the bathroom for another minute uh, more than you need. Also make meaningful connections with boundaries. And so there is no shame in saying no. There's also no shame in saying yes, right? Honoring yourself in either direction. And if the answer is, I don't know, then you say, I don't know. And you wait till you make your decision. My friends, we give so many people power over the decisions we make. We allow guilt and shame to show up. And often, not always, but often that has an effect on us. Um, one that is depleting. And so I encourage you wherever you can, to keep your power and make a decision that is based on the boundaries you need and the connections you want to make. And then also spend time alone. I know that's going to be really hard for some of you whose houses may be packed uh, with friends or family. Uh, maybe you're traveling somewhere where there is not a lot of space However, you can manufacture time by yourself. And again, it can be small snippets of time. Please do that for yourself. Uh, honor being quiet, being alone as much as you can. And remember, all of these options that I just offered to you, it's not a to-do list. You don't have to do all these things to be successful, to get an A, right? There's, there's no earning here beyond supporting yourself in a really loving and intentional way. Focus, especially if you're like, oh, gosh, these are all things I want to do. A way to get started is just simply focus on what would be most supportive or the practice that offers the least resistance. And remember, you're focusing on support, not should. Not I should be doing this, I should be doing that. No, no, no. Support. Support always. Now, when it comes to winter well-being overall, Society tells us that we can slow down the last week of December, maybe the second to last week, basically just to holiday ourselves to death and prepare to hit the ground running in on January 1st, right? Hell bent on self-improvement. Let's be for real. That's what dominant culture tells us. And then during the year, society encourages us to maintain the status quo of our practices throughout the entire year, staying the course unless there is a big issue and also pushing harder in the name of reaching our goals at some points. But my friend, we're not machines. We are breathing, thinking, feeling humans whose needs often change and we have to meet ourselves with flexibility and variations. Each season 
of nature offers a specific energy that is necessary for the cycle of life. That's why you see the shift in foliage and crops, temperature, all the things. There's a reason for this. We also have those same needs. It's important for us to adjust those daily practices that we do based on the season and how the weather is affecting us and the energy that is there. From an Ayurveda perspective, winter is categorized as a kapha season and it has dormant energy. It's typically dark, cold, cloudy, wet weather sometimes. It offers us time to slow down, to ground, to turn inward after the busy, mobile summer and fall. And depending on your nature, you might be soothed by winter's energy or you might be aggravated by it. To complicate things even further, (laughs) there may be strong vata energy undertones, which is the energy that governs fall. This is in the place, geographic locations where the weather might be more dry and windy than wet and heavy some days or for a period of time, depending on where you live. Like for instance, here in New Jersey, we often have very dry, windy weather at the beginning of winter and then that wet, heavy stuff um, is a little bit more prevalent in the second half of winter. Paying attention, friends, to the energy that's dominant outside your door and how it's affecting you is a really important first step in maintaining harmony each season. Knowing your energy state, that's natural to you, as well as honoring your current energy state will be really important for ensuring your self-care practices are aligned to you, the individual, right? To be able to maintain harmony day after day, season after season, and also, most importantly, to balance your mental health. So if you don't know your energy state, this is something that I work with you with people on um, in the as we create a personalized self-care plan in the Holistic Self-Care Collective. Because it allows us to be informed as we begin to create more aligned practices. And to be clear, what I do when I work with people is not add more to their plate, but rather simplify things within also the time and capacity they have, which saves them time and saves them energy. And so it's really important for you to get really clear on where your energy normally lies, like on just a natural basis, and where maybe there are some imbalances showing up. In the meantime, I want to share with you some practices to explore that will be generally supportive. So you may not know really, you know, where your energy is or what's dominant. Totally fine. Um, And so I invite you to begin exploring some of these self-care practices. Um... A lot of these are done in the morning. Ayurveda really focuses on the morning time for the bulk of self-care and self-love practices. But it's not to say that you can't do some of these later on in the day. And just like with that very simple self-care that I was offering earlier to kind of navigate with ease the holiday season, same thing here. This is something, it's just a list of options. You do not at all have to do all of these things, but some things to consider throughout winter. And again, adjusting based on how you're feeling and what the energy is like outside your door. So some good ideas for the winter would be rising with the sun. You can sleep a little bit later, sunrise is a little bit later, but being out of bed by 7 a.m. is going to be key. Then going into your oral hygiene practices, tongue scraping, brushing your teeth, oil swishing, wash your face, enjoy the silence of the morning. 
this is a beautiful time, winter, that offers so much stillness, especially in the morning. And I encourage you to to choose or find, explore practices that will help you to do that. Rather than running out of bed in the morning after snoozing a million times and um, racing uh, frantically throughout the morning or diving right into your email or social media or right into conversations, this can look very different for everyone. Um, it may look like a gratitude practice, journaling, pranayama. It may be sitting with a warm cup of tea or hot cup of tea. It might be taking a shower or first doing a sesame oil massage. It may look like an asana practice um, between the hours of 6 and 10 a.m., which is always very supportive. Um, And your asana practice, friends, should change season to season. So the, the focus of the poses, the pace of the poses, how long you're holding the poses, everything should shift and change for your asana practice. Um, If the energy is kind of down, dormant, slow, you might do an invigorating, lively practice of sun salutations, heart openers, back bends. While if the energy is a little bit more light and mobile, then you'll need a slower, gentler, more grounding practice with longer holds, forward folds, maybe more seated or lying down asana. So paying attention as you move into the winter and even on these these days that you're um, coming to an end of December and into the beginning of the new year, paying attention from now, what's going on? What do I need? It's a good question to ask you. It can be a little overwhelming. I, I could imagine for some of you, especially those of you who thrive on routine, who maybe get overwhelmed by too many options, it can be a little overwhelming to begin asking yourself, what do you need? If you're in a place where you're feeling really stuck or lethargic, it can be really hard to identify what you need. Right. So I encourage you to have a lot of patience with yourself, friends, and treat yourself with a lot of kindness and gentleness as you begin this new practice. And so with that, I want to get into the nitty gritty of winter energy. Right. I already mentioned kapha energy, that slower, dormant, darker energy. Um, And then also the subtle energy, the vata undertones, that's that light, that mobility um, that happens. It's these two energies, respectively, that contribute to the feelings of deep sadness or heightened anxiety that are so common during the winter. So from an energetic standpoint, if you're naturally or currently dominated by the calm, slow-moving, and grounded energy of kapha, winter weather can leave you feeling lethargic, a sense of heaviness, and uninspired. For people who suffer from depression, it could get pretty For some people, not all people, it could get pretty hard this time of year. For people who are dominated by the mobile energy of vata or always pushing forward from the energy of pitta, that's the energy that governs um, summertime, um, constantly achieving, goal setting, goal orientation. The kapha energy will be balancing to vata and pitta in theory, even though you might feel uncomfortable or unsafe because you're not used to slowing down and you may end up feeling like you're not doing enough. So it's really important, again, to understand who you are, how winter affects you. So that way you can begin to identify the patterns and then you can with your education of yourself 
as well as some tools and tips of aligning self-care practices better for you that you can then show up in a better way for your mental health. Here's the thing, friends. What makes things even harder to deal with is the fact that in terms of winter's offering to us, rest, reflection, rejuvenation, an opportunity to breathe fully and deeply, to lean into the spaciousness of the atmosphere and simply just be. We all need these things, all of us, regardless of what our energetic makeup is. But it is really hard to do these things in a society that never slows down. Maybe at best we get the last week or the last two weeks of December. But friends, Slowing down for those last two weeks cannot support 50 consecutive weeks of running ourselves into the ground. Furthermore, society demonizes slowing down and resting and doesn't teach us how to do these things from a young age or how to consistently do this over time and through all of the different chapters of our life. In society, rest is synonymous with sleep or lying down to watch TV. And yes, it is those things. But it can also be so many other things. We're not taught how to reflect in a deeply personal and meaningful way with admiration for the things we did as well as the things we didn't and all the growth that happened in between and yes, including the failures and mistakes. We are often taught that rest has to be earned and rejuvenation happens on vacation. We are not offered time to breathe fully and deeply throughout the day. We are not comfortable as a result leaning into the spaciousness of the atmosphere because for many of us, we'll be dragged deeper into a feeling of lethargy or feeling like we have to fill the space with doing because that's what we always do or our thoughts take over and completely run amok in this spaciousness. Friends, we don't know how to simply just be, most of us. And I have to say, if this is you, remember, it's not you. It's the systems in place. Society's pace, expectations, and the limited access to resources are deepening people's depression, anxiety, and anger issues. And this is causing more and more people to need support, and many of whom aren't getting it. I want to be very clear. We need self-care practices aligned to our specific energetic needs. This is not a one-size-fits-all or most process. And we need these aligned practices to our specific needs to support our mental and emotional health in the days in between therapy sessions, whomever we're seeing, if we are so fortunate to have access to healthcare support. We need these practices to account for our circumstances, our lived experiences, and our identities because the systems in place are not slowing down and they are not to be kept up with. Don't forget If we want to change, if we want to stop trying to keep up with society that is not slowing down with these unfair expectations, we are going to have to start by changing the way we meet ourselves. We'll have to center slowing down, resting, and deep inquiry on a regular basis. And for many of us, including me, you're going to have to start getting uncomfortable with the uncomfortableness that is those things. So I'm going to bring us back to my original question. What are you going to do differently this holiday season and this winter to break the cycle, to slow down, and to tend to your own self-care and prioritize what's important to you? 
I'm offering you, my friend, a radical invitation in the coming weeks to get really clear on how the winter affects you, on how you want to feel, and what you need to do to support yourself as you move forward with your mental and emotional health as the focus. And guess what? You're not alone on this journey. You are not meant to know all the answers. You are not meant to do any of this perfectly. I'm inviting you, yes you, to join me for an event on January 7th where we're going to be having a really important conversation on surviving capitalism in the winter. Yes, you heard that right. Surviving capitalism in the winter. Thank you to my business coach, Brooke Monahan, for um, giving me the title (laughs) of this uh, workshop because it is just so fitting. So in this time together, my friends, you're going to explore a deeper understanding of yourself and how the nuances of winter affect your mental health. You'll also explore daily self-care practices to support your overall winter, winter mental health and well-being. We'll also explore asana, pranayama, and meditation practices for harmony within yourself, as well as tools and strategies for coping during challenging moments of anxiety and periods of deep sadness or lethargy. Because my friend, you are not meant to struggle through or endure winter. I hope you will join me to get the support you've been saying you need. My friends, you'll find the link to the event in the show notes and I hope you'll share the info with your nearest and dearest. I'd also love to hear your thoughts about the support that I'm providing in this episode for any of the tidbits or sayings or quotes or um truth bombs that you heard. So please feel free to reach out and share them with me. Until next time, my friend, please be kind and gentle to yourself just as you would those who are most precious to you, whether that is a human, an animal baby, or a plant. Take good care and stay connected. I'm so grateful for you. And remember, you are a badass and you are enough. Be well. Humaning is a production of Steph Galante Self-Care, LLC. The show is produced by me, Steph Galante. You can find blog posts of some of the episodes on the episode page at stephgalante.com slash podcast, along with the transcript of today's episode and any other resources I shared today. If you're ready to create more aligned practices for yourself, head to stephgalante.com to learn more about creating a personalized self-care plan within the Holistic Self-Care Collective and coaching with me. You are a badass and you are enough. See you next time. Be well.